0: Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner were two women living in Moab, Utah, a population of just over 5,200 people. And they were a couple who were very much in love. They were recently married and loving life. Kylan and Crystal also embraced the van life, living out of their van and also camping at... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator Time to time. Then their lives were taken away brutally by a said creeper guy. Kylan was 24 and Crystal 38 years old. The couple went out one night in Moab in August of 2021, Friday the 13th to be exact. They went to the local pub and talked about a creepy guy being near their campsite. That eerie conversation was about to become a clue in their own murders. They said to their friends that if something happened to them, that they were murdered. And murdered they were. When Crystal and Kylan didn't show up for their shifts on Monday, August 16th, people knew something was very wrong. Crystal worked at the McDonald's in Moab and Kylan worked at the Moonflower Market. Now, the Moonflower might sound familiar to you because that's from the Gabby Petito case. That's where Gabby and Brian were having an altercation in front of the Moonflower on August 12th, the same day that Kylan was working. And this would have been two days before the couple were murdered. Gabby and Brian were later pulled over. The officers split them up. Gabby stayed with her van and Brian went to a local hotel, which is just right around the corner from the Moonflower. Hour. The authorities ruled out Brian Laundrie as a suspect, which means there's still a killer on the loose. Now let's get into the timeline and the details. On Thursday, August 12th, Kylan worked her last shift at the Moonflower from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Kylan and Crystal were camping at the time. At LaSalle Mountains which is south of Moab they were camping there instead of staying in their van. Now on Friday August 13th that's when Kylan and Crystal met up with their friends at the pub called Woody's Tavern in town. While they were there they mentioned the creepy guy at the campsite and they also said that they were thinking about changing locations because of it. Kylan told their friends that if something happened that they were murdered. The friend recalled the night and said we were just having a great time having a couple drinks and all they said was that there was a creep staying next to them and that was it. Kylan and Crystal left the tavern around 9:30 p.m. and that would be the last time that they were seen alive by friends and loved ones. Now it was thought that between Friday the 13th and Monday the 16th was when the girls were murdered and it was believed to be at night or assumed to be at night but just a few days ago came a shocker. It's confirmed that Kylan and Crystal were murdered in broad daylight. Broad daylight. On Saturday, August 14th at 11.35 a.m., there were reports of gunshots and people screaming. Pretty brazen, isn't it? Not at night, not creeping up on them in the dark, in the light of day just before noon, and in an open camping area. Kylan's haunting words came true. Sunday the 15th is when Crystal missed her shift at McDonald's. On the 16th, Crystal missed her shift at McDonald's, and Kylan missed her shift on Monday the 16th at the moonflower. The cops were called to report the girls missing. That's when Kylan's dad, Sean Paul, took it to Facebook. He was pleading to find the girls and one woman named Cindy Sue Hunter, she saw his pleas for help and she said, you know what, I'm going out there and I'm going to go look for the girls and I'm going to find them. On Wednesday, August 18th, that's what she did. She said she drove around for hours and then she pulled over. She said typically there's not great phone service in the area, in the mountains, but on On this day, it did. Cindy talked to Sean Paul on the phone and he told her all about the creepy dude and wanting to move into a different camp. Here's where listening to your gut and following your gut instincts led to the girls. Something that a lot of people don't listen to. Cindy said, at this point, I'm talking out loud to the girls, begging them to give me a sign. My three dogs were looking at me like I was crazy. She brought along photos of Crystal and Kylan and whoever she ran into, she showed them pictures of them and said that they were missing. She said she kept driving and she felt something, a sign. She said, when I went to turn on Lake Warner, I don't wanna say I had voices in my head, but I was told to go straight and hurry. It just kept repeating. I'm going towards Sand Flats Road and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a flash of silver through the trees and I saw a campsite down a tricky little side road. Very easy to miss and that's when I found their car. Their campsite was in the South Mesa area in the LaSalle Mountains. So she found the campsite and when she got there she said she wasn't sure what she was looking at. She knew that they drove a silver Kia but she didn't know which model. But when she saw their little pet bunny that was in his cage underneath the tree, she knew it was the right site. So she checked the car, they weren't in there. She checked the tent, they weren't in there she called Kylan's dad Sean Paul and said she found the campsite he asked her was there any sign of the girls and Cindy Sue went to where there was a pile of dirt near the car she said and that's when I found Kylan's body at that point Sean was screaming at me to run back to my car it's silly to think the killer would still be there four days later but we didn't know I ran back to my car and locked the doors and called the police and said that I had found one of the bodies it felt like hours before they got there the wait time was pretty hard and when they got there, they found Crystal's body. That phone call was said to be made at 11.30 a.m. and the officers kept her on the line so that they could pin her location. Kylan and Crystal were shot to death multiple times with a nine millimeter. In court documents it states the wounds were located on the backs sides and or chests of the victims and Kylan and Crystal were found undressed from the waist down and one had a bra that was raised to expose her breasts. The gun was not found at the crime scene. Authorities issued a statement and at the time they said there wasn't a threat to the community. So Kylan's dad Sean Paul went to a spot in a park in Moab and set up a clue booth and was doing every thing he can and still is to find the killers of his daughter and his daughter-in-law. There was all kinds of stories in the beginning about Brian Laundrie because it was around the same time the girls were murdered. And Brian had also took off that week to Florida without Gabby and Gabby was left behind at a hotel. But authorities have ruled out Brian Laundrie. But recently there were documents that were released that talked about a creepy guy and he was included in the investigation on August 17th, 2021, just days after the murder and one day after the girls were reported missing, a 27-year-old man was pulled over for a traffic stop, and it was said that it was an odd encounter from the police. The documents state, he was so unnerving that the veteran law enforcement officer decided not to write the speeding ticket as he did not want to take his eyes off him. The officer also noted that the man acted oddly for being pulled over for speeding almost a combination of euphoria and that he had been caught doing something wrong. Now, the police also issued a warrant for his vehicle and also interviewed him at his place of work, which, interestingly, is the Moonflower Market. Same place as Kylan. But he didn't start work there was said until August 16th. But it was also said that he had been to the market before and was even said to have given a red rose to one of the workers there. When he was interviewed, law enforcement said that his demeanor was similar to people that I have had interactions with who had untreated mental health issues. He would often make vague references when asked direct questions, stare vacantly at the person talking to him and answer in non-committal ways. The man was asked if he had murdered Crystal and Kylan and he said no. The documents also state the man was asked if all the interactions with Kylan were good. The man stated that depending on the day the interactions had with other people could be good or bad depending on people's feelings. I asked how he would react to being rejected or scorned. The man again rambled but essentially stated that he would just experience it. This man also said that he didn't know that Crystal and Kylan were married and he said he didn't have a problem with gay people. It was said that he told the officers that he was a straight man and after some more rambling, as it said, he often didn't find women attractive. Interesting because we know about the Red Rose. He also couldn't account for his whereabouts on Friday the 13th, the 14th, or the 15th. And what he said about that according to documents was, he would travel to a spot that he often slept at as it was away from people. He described the location that he would normally sleep at as 100 to 300 yards up the loop road from the Moab Overlook on a dirt road and that he had left a blanket there. This guy said that he routinely sleeps in his car and often camps along LaSalle Loop Road. So law enforcement go check the place out. They did find the place that this man alluded to and they found two blankets and a jacket that appeared to have blood on it. The authorities gathered the items as potential evidence and the items had been rained on so it potentially ruined or compromised the evidence. Here's where it's very notable. The area where the items were found would have been passed by Kylan and Crystal on the way to their campsite. And interesting that he would mention the blanket, don't you think? Let me know in the comments below. Now, women who knew this guy told police that he makes unwanted advances advances towards women and makes them feel uneasy. So this guy didn't have an alibi for the entire weekend other than sleeping. And it's interesting, isn't it? He's saying he didn't find women attractive, but the girl at the store he gave a red rose to, I guess was an exception. And here we have creepy behavior, no alibi, and near the area where the murder took place, a blanket was found with blood on it. And also the comments about, His mental health. He did tell authorities that he saw Kylan and Crystal at McDonald's. He said he went in there for fries, which is where Crystal worked. And Crystal and Kylan would park their van there and sleep in it. And this is a small town, so if he did live there, uh, he would be running into many people, right? It could be just something that he's constantly seeing these girls, but it is peculiar. I think you would agree. One woman said that this guy told her that he claimed to be able to hear other people's voices, and when she She told him of Kylan and Crystal's murders. She said his reaction was somewhat indifferent, but with a small amount of shock. This guy was ruled out and the documents were recently unsealed. And there was another guy that was looked at on August 23rd, a week after the killings, there was a campsite found of a guy who was camping illegally on private land. They found knives there, hatchets, a crossbow, and swords. And from my understanding, that guy had a little bit of a colorful past, but from my understanding, not the guy. Now, when I was reviewing this, I was thinking about, you know, how crazy of a weekend that was for the police, really. I mean, obviously for the victims, But I was thinking, you know, all the craziness surrounding Brian and Gabby, and then what happened to Kylan and Crystal, and then we have this weird guy pulled over, and he was creeping out the officer, and this other guy at this campsite, and I thought, what was this? Is it a full moon, or what's going on? And I looked it up, and yep. There was a full moon on Thursday, the 12th of August. And some people, you know, might dismiss this, but if you talk to police officers, nurses, teachers, uh, paramedics, they will all tell you that three days surrounding The full moon, so before or after, it gets crazy. And I know from my own experience with my husband, who's a paramedic, he knows when it's full moon that it's going to be crazy busy and he's going to have a lot of people with psychological issues. That's his experience. Let me know yours in the comments below. On August 31st, Kylan was laid to rest in Montana. And on September 1st, Crystal was laid to rest in Arkansas, both where they were from. They were vibrant. They were happy. They were so in love and people loved them if you were in the area of Moab on August 12th the 13th and the 14th Please try to remember if you saw a creepy guy, anything out of the ordinary, check your cams, your your vehicle cams. Sean Paul has stated if you've seen anybody arriving at the crime scene on the 12th, leaving the crime scene and coming back later on the 13th, which would be the potential crime scene, right? Or frantically driving down the mountain or over top of the mountain just before noon. He wants you to contact his PI, Jason Jensen. I will have that link in the description box below for you. And he also listed a bunch of roads. You'll see this right here as I'm talking about it. And I'll also put that in the description box below this video. Sean also talked about the nine millimeter handguns and he said nine millimeter handguns that could have been dumped, hawked, stolen, ditched, thrown in the river. Someone might've asked you if you could get rid of one. Someone might've asked you if you wanted to buy one on the download, we need to know about it. Now, this is a small town, but there's also so a ton of people who travel through Moab each year and some of you out there may know A lot of information or maybe know a little bit of information but are too scared to come forward it's worse not saying anything you might even think something that you know is ridiculous and not even a tip but I assure you that every little tiny thing is a tip look at the Gabby Petito case someone found Gabby's van through their dash cam and they went through it they took the time and went through it and it just so happened to be a youtuber called red white and Bethune and from there they were able to put the pieces together so please check your dash cam try and remember if you saw some weirdo going down the road maybe at a gas station going to a store anything like that just something out of the ordinary your gut knows even if it's somebody who's driving erratically could be anything please call it in these women deserve justice I'll also have the phone number below so that you can contact the authorities or Sean Paul or his PI please share this video out spread the word Sean Paul wants everybody to spread as much information as possible. Let's find the killer. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already, please like, and don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.